Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, your host, and as always, it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. If you did not listen to last week's podcast, I would encourage you to go back and listen to Lori Lee's story. Lori Lee came out from Georgia. What's remarkable about her story is that she tried so many different things. She was provided with so many different diagnoses. She went to so many different places, the best of the best hospitals, the best of the best services, the migraine specialist, the headache specialist, and she was unable to find relief. And she came out to see us, this little clinic in Colorado that's uh, having a big impact. And so we are thankful that we were able to reach Lori Lee. But she came out and she found uh, profound relief, relief that she had not found up to that point. And uh, it, it lasted five, six months. And she felt great for that time. And she came back and we talked through a lot of what, what could have been improved as far as making that relief last. With a lot of our patients... We talk over just healthy habits, uh, whether that's posture, activity level, and these things that that change the way people think about their body and what's healthy and what's not healthy, what their neck needs, what their shoulders need. And oftentimes I just I, I find that if people could just have little shifts in the way they think. Uh, whether it's mindfulness or just understanding the problem so that you can then start to think differently and then your daily habits start to change. That's a huge part of this battle against headaches and migraines and and even self-management can kind of be unlocked if you start to understand these things. So the reason I bring up Lori Lee, one, is because you should listen to her story. It's amazing. But two, that we, when she came out, we worked through a lot of just like basic healthy uh, lifestyle-like things. And so if she can implement those, and this is this is true for just about everyone, if you can implement these things that we're going to talk about on this podcast, um, you may be able to find yourself making progress on your own. Like even if you don't ever reach out to see us, if you never find a provider that can specifically uh, diagnose and address your neck, there are things that can be done on your own. And it's amazing to me as a provider seeing the impact that just these simple changes can have on someone's life. So historically, I and currently, but my my background is as a manual therapist, so treating people with my hands. Uh, but I've gotten to the point as I do this over and over and over again and uh, have been kind of forced, whether that's with COVID, working virtually, all this uh, that's led to changes. Um, and I have to educate and I have to empower just like our mission is on this podcast and sort of teach people how to think differently and that think differently and understanding it starts with understanding the problem. And then from there you can take action and actually make changes to your life that will lead to a reduction in the frequency, the intensity of these headaches. Uh, Maybe you understand how to manage them better. Uh, Potentially you, you are going to be able to find a profound amount of relief um, just by making these changes. Now, if, um, if that's not the case and it doesn't provide you with relief, or if we go through this podcast and you're like, you know, I already do all those things, Dr. Taves, um, that's fine. That's great. Keep doing them um, because there is that other component that, that we need to um, also – we need to provide the actual care treatment evaluation process uh, to understanding the, the specifics of what is generating the pain. So um, we're going to talk about 
the, the majority of what you can do on your own today on this podcast. But what I'm saying is there's, there's that other component of a lot of people actually need to find skilled care by a provider that can do this type of thing. Now that may be us, that may be someone in your area. Uh, we want you to find that treatment. So that's all an intro to say that on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the five components of healthy living to self treat your headaches and migraines. All right. So this, this podcast, if you're listening to it, um, or I'm not going to get prescriptive as far as like, like, I'm not going to tell you things that are necessarily so profound and very specific to like a specific type of person. We're just going to talk about general things that you should be doing. Now we, you've heard me say these things before on other podcasts, but it's worth repeating and it's worth sort of packaging in this five components of healthy living context because I'm even surprised myself with just how much of an impact doing these things can have on people's lives. So it takes a level of discipline. And I also think it takes a level of just believing that doing these things will have an impact and, and you can see change. All right. So first walking, I talk about walking a lot. Uh, walking is something it's low impact. It's something that gets your body moving, walking with purpose, walking, uh, with taking intentional, uh, sort of like, f- like fast walking, not like you're a speed walker. Um, but walking with purpose, uh, getting your shoulders moving, getting some movement through your upper back, uh, that will allow this move, this motion through your shoulder blades, through your upper back, through your neck, and your body will thank you for that. Your body, uh, when you're walking with purpose, swinging your arms, taking big steps, walking at a good clip that will allow your body to get the movement that it so desires throughout the day. And walking is something that generally just about everyone can do. Even if you have headaches or migraines, um, and you don't feel like exercising and I'm, if you are in the midst of, of, of a debilitating migraine, um, walking is probably not going to be possible. Um, but if you in, in the in-betweens, right? So if you, di- you have a day and you feel relatively okay, you need to be fitting in regular walks. So does that mean a couple times a week, you go on a 10, 15 minute walk? No, I, I'm talking about every day you go out and you walk for, let's say a half an hour, uh, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever you have time for. And I would say even more frequently than that. So a couple times a day, morning and evening, if you can do it at lunch, And then I want you to fill your day with like these short little walks. If it's around your office, if you work from home, um, just walk up and down the hallway, whatever it is, just get up and move because that will break up, whether it's a sitting position, whether it's relaxing on the couch, whether it's driving in the car, um, these sedentary stationary postures need to be broken up as frequently as possible. And so walking is something um, that will break that cycle of sort of like increasing the tension through your neck. So when people come into the clinic, we, what, what I frame sort of the two components of what we're going to do, I I frame them into the first component is we need to find the underlying problem. And with what we do in the clinic, it can be a very, it's going to be a very hands-on approach to restoring function to a very specific part of the neck, the shoulder, whatever needs to be addressed there. The other component of this is understanding in life and on a day-to-day basis, we want your day-to-day life to actually be therapeutic. For most people, it's it's adding tension, it's adding stress, it's 
adding to the actual pain signal, the source of the pain. So time needs to be on our side. And if time is not on our side, it's very hard to get someone better. So if time's not on our side and I don't change your behavior at home, then in the clinic, I can work on your neck and I can work on your shoulders, um, but it's not going to be nearly as effective and we're not going to get there nearly as quickly as if we can actually have time on our side. So we want time to be therapeutic. And so on a daily basis, we want you to be doing things that will be um, therapeutic for your neck, for your shoulders. Um, and a lot of, and it really all it is, if I boil it down, is just being more active. But there's, there's components to this. And the first component is walking, regular walks. Walk as much as you can. If you sit at a desk and you find yourself sitting for four hours and you don't get up until you eat lunch and then you get up and you go to the fridge and get your lunch and you sit down and you eat lunch and then you go back to your desk and you sit down. So that to me, when people come in and they say, well, how, how did this happen? Like, how is my neck so tight? It's kind of like going to the dentist after you haven't brushed your teeth for years and saying like, well, how do I have all these cavities? Like I eat what everyone else eats. It's not, it's not what you're doing. Um, it's what you're not, it's, it's what's not there. Meaning you're not doing anything therapeutic to give your neck a break. And we, and we're sitting, which is actually increasing the amount of tension through our neck. And so it's actually the, the question we should be asking is, um, if someone goes through life with that sort of scenario where they're, they're sitting most of their day, which is most of us, and we, we go 10, 20, 30 years, and, and we actually, like our neck moves fine, I think that's kind of the exception. I, I, I think that would be um, pretty amazing to go for that much time and be sitting for that long and for not moving these joints in our neck, holding up our 10 to 12 pound head get all the way through life and be like, Oh, your neck, your neck is fine. Like it feels great. That would be remarkable. Okay. So when, when people come in and they try to understand like, why is this happening? Um, it's not, don't think of it as like one thing that caused my neck to tighten up. I mean, for some people it is, and there can be uh, trauma or motor vehicle accidents or things like that, that uh, exponentially increase the amount of tension and dysfunction. But for the most part, it's just like time has not been working on your side. And so we need time to work on, on your side and taking regular walks is a way to get time on your side. All right. In addition to that regular exercise. So we, I want you to get your heart rate up. I want you to exercise two to three times a week. Um, now if you need to talk to a doctor or a physical therapist and figure out what exercise specifically needs to look like for you, then do that. Uh, but I want you getting your heart rate up. There's benefits, um, to your cardiovascular system, to how we manage pain, um, research has shown a reduction, um, in, in headaches and treating headaches just by getting your heart rate up with exercise, um, a couple of three times a week, um, like a higher, higher intensity exercise can be really good. So a couple caveats here, biking can be a little bit challenging for people just because you're, especially if you're in a stationary bike, you're, you're, um, leaning forward, your head's cocked back. And so that can add stress to the neck. There are certain things with just general exercise that can be irritating when people have headaches or migraines. But the, the principle I want you to follow is, is that exercise is good. If you exercise and then you have a headache, there is a component of the exercise that your body 
isn't um, capable to necessarily take that on yet. And you will probably either need to avoid that or work with a therapist, preferably work with the therapist to work through that so that your, whether it's your shoulder stability or your neck stability, um, is, is brought up to a level where it can tolerate that specific exercise. But I, if you're like, Hey, I, I, I can't see a physical therapist or, um, I guess I don't know who would be in that situation, but maybe you can't find a physical therapist that's going to be super helpful in this department. Um, and maybe you just want to trial it on your own as you're thinking about this week's workout routines. Um, what I want you to do is just do a workout. If you get a headache after, um, think about what you did. Was it, was it your shoulders? Was your head in a dependent position where your neck was having to do a lot of work? Um, like planks or sit-ups or those types of things. Were there, were there multiple things where you're just doing like a very specific, like chest day? Um, because if you, if you just focus really hard on one muscle group, sometimes that can be an issue as well. So, um, diversity in the exercise and then thinking about having, um, sort of a, a thoughtful reflection on like what could have triggered that. And then typically it's not just exercise in general. Um, sometimes it can be, but, uh, for a lot of people, it's just going to be a specific type of exercise that you can remove. And then you can move forward with, uh, with exercise, which is going to be a very healthy thing. Okay. So walking regular, um, regularly, uh, exercise at a higher intensity, get your heart rate up two, three times a week. Uh, and then posture, posture is a big deal. So, uh, I, this is, I might be kind of a broken record on this, but the next posture is the best posture. If you go to, we send people to relax the back all the time. If you go to relax the back and you buy their state-of-the-art chair and you get their state-of-the-art desk set up and you buy the little like tools to work on your shoulders and you sit, you're still going to have problems because sitting is the problem. And I don't care how much money you spend on sitting. I don't care how nice your chair is. I don't care how nice your desk set up or how, um, how appropriately placed your computer screen is or your, um, or your keyboard, you're still sitting and sitting is the problem. Okay. Now, if you're sitting and you have to sit, uh, then you do want to consider those things. You want to consider your chair. You want to consider, um, the, the height of the screen. You want the keyboard down so that your arms can relax. Um, and you want both feet on the floor. You don't want to be shifting to one side or the other. You want to be symmetrical so that your head's not having to tilt side to side. And you want the screen to be right in front of you. Those are all important things, but time is not going to be on your side. If you're sitting, even with all of those considerations. Okay. Now, time is really not going to be on your side if you are slouched forward, if you have an awful chair, if you're using a laptop at a kitchen table, or maybe your son or daughter in school is having headaches and they're in on their bed using their laptop, doing their homework, um, or whatever situation at the kitchen table. Um, and that is one scenario, just a little tangent here, uh, get a separate keyboard and have the, the laptop screen up higher so that you're not having to look down, uh, at, uh, at the screen of the laptop because it's connected. So you're either looking down or, or you're looking at a proper level, but then you got to reach up. So just get a separate keyboard there, especially if you have a, um, a high school, middle schooler, I guess even elementary school, they probably have laptops now, uh, that is having headaches. And, uh, even if you don't have headaches, if you look at your son or daughter and they're in that situation, I would, uh, try to have their setup as ergonomically as possible because kids are resilient, but, um, we're not setting them up for success. Again, they're resilient, but we want time to be on our side. We don't want time to be heading in the direction of them having headaches someday. Um, so posture, we, we, we want to move, 
so even with the proper setup, that those frequent walks um, is going to be uh, kind of what you want to limit the amount of time that you're actually sitting. Okay. Uh, now, when when people come into our office and they sit and then they they wait in our room, um, or, or I'm talking to them and they're they're sitting on a bench or on the table, uh, most of the time their legs are crossed, they're shifted to one side, uh, maybe they're slouched forward a little bit. So all those little things add up. And even if you spend just maybe a couple minutes, five minutes, just sitting like shifted to one side with your legs crossed, that translates up into your neck. Hey guys, if you are listening to this podcast, the chances are you have headaches or migraines and you're searching for relief outside of medication. Well, maybe you've tried different products on the market or devices, traction units, things like that, but they haven't really scratched that itch and provided you with the relief you're looking for. Well, what we've done here at Novera is taken the principles that we teach and abide by in our in-person care and come up with a product that allows you to apply those same pressures and improving mobility to the upper part of your neck at home. You see, it's called the SAM device, Simple Affordable Migraine Relief. And the device allows you to improve mobility to the upper part of your neck. And we are excited to announce that it's available today on our website. Visit NoveraHeadacheCenter.com. Click on the SAM device page where you can look at videos and learn more about the SAM product and purchase it for yourself and start treating your headaches and migraines more naturally without medication. Again, that's NoveraHeadacheCenter.com and click on the SAM device page to purchase your very own SAM device today. So I, um, I, I will actually feel that myself. Uh, if, if I cross my legs and I shift to one hip, um, I can, I can, if I'm aware enough, I can actually feel the tension in my neck. The problem with, with that is you typically don't really get, you won't necessarily get a headache like right then. It's just, if you do that multiple times throughout the day, you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh man, I, I feel awful. And I don't know why, like, I don't know why I feel this way. Cause no one thinks like just sitting with your legs crossed is going to like cause you to have a headache. Uh, but if your neck's tight and, and it doesn't sit on the upper part of the neck, if your head doesn't sit on the upper part of your neck, um, the way it should in a neutral position because of the, the tension that's there. Um, and then you're asking it, um, to then shift to one direction or the other. And it, does, and it really doesn't like doing that. And you do that multiple times throughout the day. You can see how you can then have a headache, but it can be hard for people to, to track back and, and really understand that, uh, the sitting is actually a major component of that. So, um, think about how you're sitting this can be in the car. Um, you want to be symmetrical weight through both hips. If you're, um, yeah, sitting at, at, uh, at work, um, definitely again, both feet on the floor, weight through both hips. Um, and then if you're, uh, if you're standing, same thing, you don't want to shift onto one side. You want to have your weight evenly distributed. Okay. So if we're, if we're laying out the day, you're going to walk regularly, maybe in morning and evening, you're doing uh, more of a, a longer intentional walk. You're going to implement exercise two to three times a week. Uh, you're going to think about your posture, how you're sitting and how you're standing. Um, again, we're, we want time to be on our side and this is how we do that. Okay. So a couple things. Um, so this is a little bit less in the movement department. So as a physical therapist, those three things, walking, exercise, and posture are my big things, but 
the the easy things if you have not tried are to just to consider your diet. Okay, sugar consumption. Um, think about if you have a headache, what did you eat, and uh, trace that back to potential inflammatory foods like sugar, gluten, dairy, that, those types of things. Um, don't starve yourself. Um, you know, eat in moderation, like just general healthy diet. Now, if your diet is on the extremes, I've had people that eat a ton of ice cream, they have an intense sweet tooth, their body's just constantly dealing uh, with inflammation and they're not as equipped to handle this pain signal that's being sent from their neck. And so that is something else to consider. But lastly, fifthly, and, and this is just sort of an overarching, I want you to be mindful. If I can coach you and teach you to be mindful about your situation, um, so that time can then be on my on your side, uh, that's that's a big deal. If I'm like teaching you how to be your own physical therapist and think how I would think um, and how I would want you to think, then you can go through life and you can actually start to understand these triggers because triggers aren't just like you know drinking wine or some. Uh, some cheese or uh, hormones or pressure changes. I mean, triggers are those things, but the triggers that are overlooked largely are sitting with your legs crossed and, and leaning to one side and looking at a computer screen. I mean, how many providers are saying like that can cause a headache? I don't know of too many, uh, but overwhelmingly that's what people need to change. And so if we, if we start changing that and you're mindful about your day and you're really thinking about all these different activities and you understand that they really can have a big impact on your life, if you start to change them, um, then, I, then I think we can move the needle a bit. And I think you can do that uh, on your own. So just listening to this podcast, if you make these changes, I really do think if you start to be mindful about your day and think about when your headache comes on and what you did prior to the headache, what your day looked like, and you start to realize that, oh, I'm, I'm actually asking my neck to do a lot of things that it doesn't really want to do. And, and I'm not moving very much. And so no wonder my neck doesn't feel great at four o'clock or five o'clock when, and then I just go home and I just feel awful. And then I just want to lay on the couch and laying on the couch isn't great either. Um, and then I, you know, I'm watching a show cause I just want to relax and that's, that's how I relax. And, and that, yeah, it just sort of builds into this cycle. So we need to break the cycle and these, these little things can help to break the cycle. So maybe when you get home in the evening, uh, you don't feel awful and you feel well enough to maybe exercise or maybe just go on a walk or whatever that may be. Um, and then you can start to see like, okay, we're taking steps to getting, um, our, your, your health back. All right. The only, the last thing, um, so those are the five and I'll review them real quick. So walking, regular exercise, um, considering your posture, considering your diet, and then just overall mindfulness of how you feel tracing back. If you have a headache, uh, what may have led to that? Just think about, uh, your situation and what you might be able to change. Um, so that time is on your side. We don't want time to be against you. All right. So in addition to that specific next neck exercise is the only other thing that we, um, do in the clinic, uh, for each patient that comes in. Now, when you work with us, go through our evaluation process, we, we want to provide you with specifics. We want to coach you on it, educate on you on, on what specifically you will need um, for your neck. So what we're coming out with um, on the 22nd, we're actually rolling out a new website. And on that new website, we will have a course, a digital uh, a course that you can go through. It's called the Headache and Migraine Masterclass. And this 
masterclass. Well, one, it'll, it'll give you sort of a deeper dive into the problem uh, of the neck and how that leads to, uh, headaches and migraines, uh, how it leads to symptoms of all different types and how it can really help you to, to really, uh, concretely understand the problem. We go into, I go into the anatomy of the neck so that you can understand like the different nerve pathways. Cause people ask me that all the time. Like, is it a nerve? Is it a muscle? What's going on here? So we're going to talk about how high real estate it is back there. Uh, and I want that to click when you go through the course, I want it to click that like, oh yeah, this, this all does start to make sense. The other thing we do in the course is we're going to go through just kind of the, the basics of the exercises for the neck, um, that I recommend to people. Okay. Now, again, this is a course it's online. I won't be meeting with you specifically, so it's all general, um, but it, it shows videos of me teaching, um, using Bria as an assistant, walking through the different exercises uh, that can be helpful for you. Uh, and then lastly, it goes through who to look for as far as a provider, what to look for in your area. So if you're trying to figure out what you might need or who you might need to look for, um, the, the course will also cover that. Okay. So I'm very excited about this. There's a lot of people that reach out from all over, uh, and we're not able to work with everyone in the capacity that I would like, but this course is a step in the right direction for helping you better understand your situation and know what to do about it. That's kind of the final piece is a more of a specific neck um, exercise regimen for um, treating these headaches and migraines. So that rolls out with a new website on the 22nd, the week of Thanksgiving, we'll be rolling out a Black Friday deal. Um, I'm very excited about it. So if you've been listening to this and you have wanted something like that, here's your chance. Um, look for that. We'll be sending out emails. If you haven't connected with us in any way and you would like to get on a list, um, please email us, hello at noveraheadachecenter.com um, and mention the masterclass in the subject line and we will put you on our list to be part of that Black Friday deal and one of the first ones to get access to that course. Thank you so much for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast, where it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines. She can break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. I'll see you next time. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast. I know that you have a lot of options in how you spend your time and how you consume information around headaches and migraines. I just wanted a quick ask because the only way that we grow this podcast and continue this mission is if you subscribe, share this podcast, and of course, leave us a five-star review. Those are cherished and it makes my day when I see someone's story come through as a five-star review and how this podcast podcast has been able to help you. Thank you so much again for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast, and I'll see you next week.